0: Left. Welcome to Launch Left. It's welcome a lot to Launch Left again for us because we are just doing these back to back welcomes, yeah. back to back
1: welcomes. Launch Left is a space for famed creatives to launch the next wave of music rebels. It's also an intentional space to highlight and empower all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice but a necessity. We're all about those artists outside the box. Go for it, Summer left Center. Tell us what we got. Speaking of which, oh, wait a second. Which, this is also a yeah. special new segment.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, what is it? Is this some, Rain, Rain and, and Summer launch? Yes. Yes. This is the first time we're sharing with you
1: a launched artist that we've chosen for you to hear. And what is their name?
0: Uh, this is Clark and the Himselves. Clark and the Himselves. Uh, one person band.
1: Yeah. One woman band, Clark and the Himselves. And... She performs live in the studio here. It's true. So you guys are going to get a live performance as well. Really special artist, somebody that we feel so uh, privileged to launch. So we hope you enjoy the show. You'll rate and subscribe. Follow us on all socials. What are our social? What's our social handle? I
0: think it's just at launch left. You got it. (laughs) You got it. At launch left on all socials. Yep.
1: Thanks. Thank you. Enjoy Clark and themselves coming up. Hey sis Hey sis. Welcome to the show. This is rain. That summer. welcome to the show. We are uh, in Los Angeles as per usual.
0: and yeah we haven't gone. Anywhere. We've been
1: bashing each other back and forth off mic, but as soon as they say it's recording, we get shy and a little more demure about it. Summer's trying Stop to think of an insult me. look at her she's trying to think of an insult I could tell she was just sitting there going what can I say that's mean to her right now
0: well, couldn't do I it wouldn't have to think very hard or long no
1: well, obviously because yeah. you haven't yet said anything Daria
0: um lucky enough we're here in the studio today
1: that's right and today we have sitting with us across in the, the table Clark and the himselfs is that how you say it
2: that's the band name yeah that's, so how do we yeah. say your name my name is Cl- Clark. That's what I thought. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I knew that already. I was just thought I'd ask you. It's get, good, it's good get, to bring it get, up. Yeah, yeah, just get just get the, you know, get it out in the open. So Clark, welcome to our show.
2: Thank you. It's good to be here.
1: We love you. We think your music's really cool. Oh, and cool. And we're so stoked that we get to see you perform live in the studio today. So that's a real special thing. Um Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how you came upon music uh, or how you decided you wanted to even play music.
2: Oh, I don't know. That That's how uh, I've just been I've been playing music since I was, I guess, like a little kid. Um, And I took I, I took piano lessons when I was like six because there's like a piano in the house I grew up in. Um, and then that it just kind of it was just like one of those things around. But I really wanted to play guitar and I got a guitar when I was 11 and then I started a band with some of my friends uh but I don't know I was just drawn drawn to it It wasn't like any sort of conscious thing at all It just kind of happened
0: that's the
1: best that's the best way
0: um and now you play in a band all by yourself is that correct
2: uh yeah that's correct
0: and is did you kill the other members of your previous band
2: and that's why you had to Go it alone, so no. Why do we have to get so uh, violent? I no, that. I didn't kill anybody. Thank um, you. It's a peaceful that I know show, of. Summer. Um, but um, I, I've played in a lot of bands with people, um, and I just I, that actually started with uh, my friend Demi uh, when we were living at this place called Grandma's House, which is like a house show house in Boise, Idaho, and, um. We were having, she was playing drums too, and I was playing the drums also, and then like kind of guitar, and it was like, it's, it was more rudimentary than it is right now, and at a certain point when we were doing that, I figured out that I could hold a drumstick in my hand and play guitar at the same time, and then we kind of, we were going to do that, and that was actually going to be a different band, which sort of ended up being Clark and the Hem Salsa and Friends, which is like the full band version, kind of, like I still do the same thing, there's just more people. And they're all in Boise, Idaho still. They're still alive. Um, but I kind of just, I ended up doing the thing by myself because it just sort of worked out. And naturally. you're based
1: on the West Coast now. You're here in L.A.?
2: I'm here in L.A., yeah. Uh, I've been, or, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I, I really have nothing.
2: I, I've been here for like a year and a
1: half. Do you like it? How are you enjoying your...
2: I like L.A. Um, I, I, I enjoy it. It's been, it's really interesting right now. It hasn't all been great, but that's how it goes so Mm -hmm. it's fine it's good enough
1: life right yeah it's never all great (laughs) life's
2: life's not all great no but it is great sometimes
1: we could do like an uplifting commercial life it's not all great
0: well there's hills yet there's valleys there's you know which part's good the hills or the valley well i think it's kind of both right in the way that like okay we think that the valleys are the down times but unless there was valleys we couldn't have hills to see the beautiful views yeah from.
2: you need the comparison you don't you don't even realize what a valley is unless you have the hill
0: yeah you don't have spring without winter do you miss your friends and
1: uh do you have family as well in boise or
2: um i yeah i have mostly friends i guess i have a little family um But I mean, I miss my friends, but I'm also I mean, I've I haven't lived in Boise for I've lived in like a myriad of other places like I've kind of just been really just like touring a lot since 2013. I I haven't necessarily been in Boise the whole time. Um, And so I still see my friends there, but I have friends elsewhere in the country also.
1: Do you like being um a road dog, so to speak? Like do you do you love being on the road or is it uh difficult?
2: Um I I I, I really love it. It's I used to love it. I mean, I like it a lot. And I, I went on tour for the first time I moved to New Orleans in two thousand eleven and then I did this like twenty-five day tour moving down there. And then for like a number of years, for me like four or five years after that, I used to always tour by myself. Um and I and I got used to that and there was something about and it was I guess it's mostly it was mostly driving out west, but also like sometimes in the east. But there's something about just like being by yourself, like in America. It's really beautiful, like in the middle of nowhere, in like a car, or, like driving to a show. And it was kind of I enjoyed that. And I, I enjoy going on tour. Sometimes, yeah. I don't know. I think I enjoy it. Sometimes it's not enjoyable, but then it's like the Valley Hill situation. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: life. It's not all good. Yeah. Um, That's cool, though. Um, Do you... Are you excited that, like, the band can never really break up? Um, I guess you could disassemble,
2: but... Yeah, I guess I... I, I, It's kind of like that situation. I've thought about, like, that. Like, if I... Like, if it came to an end, but it's, it's somewhat integrated into myself at least a little bit so it doesn't yeah the band i, I guess i can't really break up um
0: do you fight with the other members of you
2: oh yeah all the time
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i can relate
2: definitely um, like a war zone but...
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
1: you started playing when you were 12 officially is that right you said you got a guitar at 11 and like as far as a band around 12 or oh, started playing.
2: I, I mean i was in a band Uh, With my friend Tuck who And my friend Brett And Tuck and I still Tuck lives in London now But we still make music together And he He's like an audio audio engineer So he works on a lot of my albums Um, And then I I think like the day I got An electric guitar We started this band That we were in for like Maybe like five years And that's kind of how I learned To play music Like we would like practice Every weekend Like twice a week People actually really liked us Um, But and then yeah, I don't know. That's how I started playing music. And I think most of my friends are like musicians and I kind of came out of like, I don't know. I just, I'm just like surrounded by musicians. It's, it's just how it worked out.
0: It's not a bad thing. Yeah, lucky you. That's great. Yeah. You're really doing it. You're doing great.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
0: did you have a question? I did have a question, but uh, you usually like to ask a few questions. I do. So I thought that you... I'd love gonna... to ask
1: you one of my questions is who's who do you feel your greatest influenced by our top 2 people that um, in music or or art anything that inspired you to be a musician um
2: um i i actually i thought about this question i to i listen to your podcast and i and i picked up on that you asked people this question oh, great you're predictable um,
0: and boring just like i always well, I'm knew
2: Prepared, <laughs> that's what i am
0: my
1: sister everybody. oh no she's pretty oh. nice. oh, okay. Nice. sorry
2: i was taking that the
0: no no <laughs> she was talking to
1: me you're always. On, yeah don't worry if there's a dig it's always for me okay <laughs> i got that that's good that you clarified because um, clark was yeah. wow that yeah. would have been that's very I'm upsetting sensitive. i know that would have been terrible
2: uh, so I don't, I mean, I have a lot of musical influences, like, um, but I think I, I'm also, I'm also, like, really big into film, too. I've made, like, a lot of music documentaries, I think, for, like, a long time, or I still do, like, I kind of, I, I, you know, wanted to, I was into, like, directors and, like, making movies, and he, I think probably, like, my biggest influence is actually, like, Stanley Kubrick. I'm really, I was really obsessed with him when I was 11 years old, Wow. and I think it was like like Eyes Wide Shut was one of the first movies I like remember watching which is wow. weird like I remember watching that movie when I was like eight years old Wow, it was kind of a intense movie to watch
1: yes very much so. <laughs>
2: um and I and I got really into Stanley Kubrick uh and I know a lot about him but he's kind of like a hero of mine I don't know how that translates
1: that's great because it inspired you somehow
2: right? yeah uh, well there was a thing I was gonna say um that in terms of what I deal with Clark and himself, uh, and like the drums and guitar thing, it's kind of like, uh, and I, I was never like consciously thinking about this, like what was going on, but I think it's kind of like a back to basics sort of like rock and roll thing. Like it's very, like, it looks impressive, but it's very simple What I'm doing, like when it comes down to it and just, uh, and Stanley Kubrick had this thing where he won like, uh, Like a lifetime achievement award from the Directors Guild, where he like he was making the speech and he told everyone to like, um, like don't forget about like the pioneers of our field, like the the Cecil or the D.W. Griffiths or whatever, like the first person to like invent like the close-up shot or like all these like basic simple principles that we all take for granted now that now that it's been like you know whatever what seventy years or eighty years when it was then um and like he was just like when he was like talking to filmmakers but he was like it's important to remember like these basic principles like and come back to them and like those are like the pillars of like whatever you're saying but i think about that like with music too and like rock and roll like there's a very basic things like these pioneers like that um you know like the little richards and like elvis presley's or whatever like the same um, five chords yeah or three chords even like i don't yeah, know I whatever there's like very basic or actually i think five chords is the key Duvo has know. like a five chord thing and i think they're like they're really on it with that one yeah i think i think you you're right with five chords um but i think that's that's tr- also true for rock and roll and i think people should really remember like the pioneers of in like the basic principles of like what goes on with that
1: yeah i love that stripped down from a oh. boom <laughs> um okay and then currently who are you listening to
0: um <clears throat> that feels like a really broad question let's like maybe
2: yeah.
0: I-, I can answer it okay great
2: yeah um i listen to a lot of like a lot of slade and like warren's Zevon. i've been listening to lately and then i got um they were just like within the last couple of weeks i started listening to harry Nilsson again a lot mm-hmm. i think he's think of that Nielsen Schmilsson. i think, that Schmielsen, I think yeah. that's my favorite album it has been classically i think it's my favorite album so i've been listening to that and it's, it's been really my good my friend
1: got me that on vinyl a while ago for my birthday yeah
2: i actually just got that on vinyl like a week ago so cool So i was thinking about it i was like i should have this record on vinyl or on a record yeah so should you can just record like record
1: throw it on so you can play frisbee with it
0: yeah <laughs> you know and or just like throw it on while you're in the car touring by yourself
2: yeah on the yeah. on the vehicle record yeah. player
0: exactly um, is there any music that you uh, Don't Listen to with other people around Like maybe guilty pleasure Or yeah That That's my question um,
2: I mean I don't know I don't have a lot of shame So Great. I think I'll, I'm willing To put on whatever in Good front answer. of everyone And uh, tell them How much question. they suck for not liking it If that happens
1: <laughs> Plus that question and a public forum Also seems like is someone's going to make up a person that they're not ashamed of on the p- because everyone's, you know, potentially listening. So the question is for like, who do you secretly listen to? Well, actually, everybody. I secretly listen to.
0: No, it wasn't like a secret thing. It was like, what's your guilty pleasure? Right.
1: No, I knew what you meant, but I also thought but of you just like, wanted I to would, like get on. If me I, and I was, a, yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, it no, didn't really work. On, no, didn't. if I was asked that question, I'd quickly try to think of someone I was okay with publicly listening
0: to in private. I wouldn't say like That's because Whitney Houston. You, you know, what are I mean? constantly living in a shame spiral. Now, uh, well, that's true. My sister, everybody. I love her. Um, is there any, like, um, intimate music that you listen to, like, specifically, like, when you're getting intimate? When she snaps her fingers,
1: she means, like, uh, getting intimate. Yeah, hooking up.
2: Physical. Yeah. Um, or
0: hook- emotional intimacy. I'm not. Okay. I mean, is there, like, m- mood music that you always go back to and go like oh yeah this
2: um i mean like i don't know i i guess i just i listen you know i don't really split the difference too much and like if i wanted to get intimate i would probably put on some like Warren evil or something i don't know Mm -hmm. or i don't know i mean that's like that's the music i listen to music that like makes me really excited and like just kind of like you know when you like wake up in the morning and you like put on a song it's just like everything you need uh and so i like listening to music like i go with like long periods of time not listening to music oh, also too mm-hmm. like i don't i'm not That's listening to music all the time mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. did you have braces you have great teeth i i did have braces good
0: job orthodontist did you wear your retainer
2: um I didn't actually i I really hated the orthodontist um and they made me i had like a permanent retainer but here so they after you get your braces off and they put in this like permanent thing Mm -hmm. and they did not inform. this was like when i was like 14 or something like that they did not inform me and they informed me after they had put it on like oh this is going to be on you until you're like 21 or 22. And it was like why you didn't tell me that like when you put it in there uh, and then I had like an actual retainer, which I didn't wear. So actually, I'm really, I'm a really bad person. I actually ripped out the permanent retainer when I was 17. It like started coming undone and it was like poking me Ooh. in the mouth and I ripped it out physically. And I think there's still actually glue on the back oh, of my teeth.
1: Your teeth look oh. great. Yeah, they do look great. It's so great. thank you. You yeah, know? Beautiful no smile. One, yeah. No one has to know that. I mean, now they do. Everyone but has to know There's it, glue but... on the back of my yeah. teeth. <laughs> That's where I got
2: my magic powers.
1: We have the power of editing on the show and no one needs to know that. Um, Although it's kind of funny, so it might be on the show. Uh, I have one more question because, well, uh, yeah, I have one question that, because for me it's those three, I have three questions I always want to ask. Who influenced you? Who are you listening to now? And then also in terms of what's going on in the world today, all the not so, what is it? Life not always so great yeah. all, all the not so great things you know on the political and um social political and personal and global environmental and all the things that people care about what is the thing that you're most passionate about and um champion or feel like you uh care about the most or is there one uh, thing or many or
2: uh that's it's hard to say Exactly. Well, I don't know. I just kind of thought of, and it goes back to the whole, or it's like, um, like, I just care that people are like interested in shit, you know, like whatever they happen to be into, like, they should just get into that. And there's, like, I mean, there's so many things I could say about what's going on with the earth right now, or like politically, or like, just like people in general, and mm-hmm. they're kind of long subjects. that goes back to the Stanley Kubrick thing. Like, he was like, I'm a high school dropout. And I think Stanley Kubrick, or maybe he wasn't a high school dropout. He just wasn't any good at it. Um, But he was always like, people should just, like, learn what they're interested in. You know, otherwise it doesn't even matter. Like, you're just wasting your time. Uh, and And I think that is an important thing. And I feel like if people were more engaged, like, into their surroundings, like, then like maybe that could swing the other way but like Mm -hmm. at least you know if you're if what you're doing is bad and you're doing a good job at it like maybe that's commendable but i just don't think people are like very into it and i i think they're like it would maybe benefit um everything if people were a little more interested i think it would make whomever happier as a person And then in turn that would make the world happier Maybe, I don't know You mean
1: um, if people chose their passions As their life path As opposed to followed some norm Step by step Um, Or is that what you mean when you say What you're interested in?
2: Well, I I, I guess it could be I, I wasn't meaning that exactly But I just mean like I feel like people are very disengaged With their surroundings Like there's a very And it's not And it's kind of uh like I don't know. I was maybe I was just avoiding the question. That's okay. <laughs> um you
1: can also say uh what's the word you say when you uh oh, no comment. Yeah. You could just say no comment. I
2: thought
0: your answer was excellent. Um I, I just you're think, doing great. Yeah,
2: I think just with like not even career wise or not even like education wise or just like anything. Like just like what is this table made out of? Like what is this? I don't know this is a stupid example but um there's just there's just like all these things in the world going on and i think you know even right now it's like we're living in this like you know there's like apocalypse like species apocalypse like what is it like 75 percent of most of the species have you know like it's this huge decimation of life that's going on right now and they're they're dying because people aren't interested in them like they don't they don't give a shit about like the animals in the ocean or like Or whatever you know or like the water they're drinking or like there's run in it's anything would just i think we could maybe have like a little more control over things if people are because it's awareness right like if you're interested in something you're aware of it
1: so now i get that's kind of what you're saying is like awaken awaken yeah be aware,
2: sort of, but it takes effort Interest. to do that. But if you're yes. interested in it, it feels good. Right, it feels like it doesn't take any effort.
1: Right, it's something you're passionate. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. I'm slow, so you'll forgive That's me. Okay. I'm surprised my sister didn't highlight that <laughs> how slow
0: I am. What are the charms on your necklace?
2: Oh, do they um, have
0: uh, any meaning?
2: They do, kind of. This one, this arrowhead, it was uh, made by my friend William's father, George. Um, And it used to be worn by my friend Blake Green And he gave it to me In a moment of crisis He took it off of his head And put it around my head And I wear it And then this other one It's a tetragram Which has a lot of symbols on it And then on the back is Santa Muerta um, Which they say is Protective for trans people Or someone said that I don't know
0: they said it and you're like i'll take it yeah
2: i don't want to take any chances <laughs>
0: fair enough there's enough um, danger out there you were saying about uh traveling alone touring right? yeah. across the country and how beautiful it was and not so great sometimes too yeah right and
2: i don't really do that i used to i don't think i could do that anymore as much as i was doing it mm-hmm.
0: i was just wondering if you were ever scared
2: Oh yeah, totally. And um, and you know, and I, you know, I've only been openly like it scares me. Like like I wouldn't do. I used to regularly tour in the south, like by myself, and that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's just, and it's not like it's okay, but it's just like those weird moments, like along not highway, like just mm-hmm. weird spots in the highway. I don't know. It's just weird. Um, and I'm let. I'm way more hesitant to do like, um, I, I came out as transgender and I've been on hormones, I think for like the last three years, maybe, or something. And, uh, I, I am a lot more hesitant to do that now, even that, and I try not to do that, but it also ends up like, it's like, I can just like, if I want to go on tour, like all it takes is convincing myself to do it. And, and actually I haven't been touring a lot in the last year, but I still have gone on tours by myself like it kind of ends up that like in spite of everything like oh shit i guess i have to drive to like Mm -hmm. all these places by myself for the next week um and it's not like i don't know there's something there you know that movie strangers in paradise the jim jarmusch movie Mm -hmm. um so that movie is all about like um like they're trying to go to these new places or whatever but they're hanging out with the same people in like the old places And so the new places are exactly the same as the old places because you're bringing the same people and like that's like that like antithesis of like traveling like i i thought like if you like like going on tours like traveling and you should travel by yourself because then you got into like situations you wouldn't like if you bring other people with you it's just going to be like the same thing and then so like when i first started touring i was all, all about like going by myself because i wanted like those the, that randomness that happens like by yourself but i think now i'm kind of into like having the same thing like mm-hmm. i think the same thing is kind of nice sometimes
0: crave a little bit more of a familiarity
2: yeah yeah you can see that sure
1: I can't even imagine what that's like. <clears throat> I, I've been hearing there's like a rise. I don't even want to talk about it on air because my friend just recently had a friend of theirs, but so I'm not going to. But was really assaulted in New York horribly, and and that there's like a rise in this kind of male. Uh, it's called like it's it's already called something where it's sort of like the this crazy masculine. This was a a woman. That just got horribly assaulted in New York and that the police that there's a rise in it because they're being like you know, there's enough feeding of that online of sort of
2: there like, and there's being they're being beta and yeah. I, and uh you know, and it's very like in, in terms of like like you know, like transgender people are extremely marginalized thing and it and it mm-hmm. really upsets me. Um to hear like people need to be conscious, you know, when they're like like I don't know, and it depends like who are it's just like, you know, Like people are getting like attacked in the streets, you know, and even if like whatever you're saying, even if you just have to be really careful what you say, because it's um, you don't want to encourage anyone, you know, like, and I think people are being encouraged. Right. Um, And and people are encouraging other people, like not even being unconscious of it, you know, kind of doing the thing.
1: I also wonder, too, if some of it has to do with just um, that we are talking about it more. And, and in some ways that's a positive thing and in other ways it it can encourage right because yeah. i mean when i was a teenager in florida i remember a close friend was a woman um got like riding her bike back from a club one night just but she was like a quote-unquote dyke you know what i mean and so the, the, she got yeah. she got beat up like some rednecks just pulled their truck over and almost killed her like just beat the And it's like, that was, you know, so shocking then, but it wasn't something even at the time anyone was talking about. Like, there was such a marginalized group of people that I was friends with at the time that you didn't even hear about. Now we talk about it more, right? So it's out in the news more. And then in a weird way, I wonder if that... It's like, there's a positive to that, but then that also creates... Encourage, you know what I mean? Some people get mad about it. it's both
2: sides. And now you have, I mean... We won't necessarily... There's like people talking... I don't know I mean at least in terms of transgender people there's a lot of people talking about it I wish they would just like kind of shut up because exactly. they don't really know what they're right. talking about yeah you know?
1: yeah,
0: I bet alright it was just so lovely to have you in thank you so much for uh, being here with us for talking to us and sharing your music
2: cool I think it was great for me too it was lovely being in here
1: we Yay! feel lucky that we got to rain and summer launch Clark and the himself
3: ow <laughs> try to speak I try to think that something's gone, something's
1: Yeah.